This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We got Derek Holland rocking with us all show long. And we're asking the question, Cowboys win because... Cowboys lose because I know this always breaks your heart, Corey, but I do need you to make sure you have an answer about how they could lose that game. I don't think it's going to happen, dude. Okay, but still. It's Indianapolis, bro. Hey, that's the thing. It's a trap game. You cannot sit here and just think you're going to walk all over a team like that. Now, this is an example from the 817. Cowboys lose because 11 of the 22 starters are out sick. That is what I think it would take for the Colts to win. So that is the energy that some people are bringing to the table. From the 972, Cowboys win because all you have to do is breathe on Matt Ryan and he goes down. <laughs> that Listen, and our defensive linemen don't just breathe on guys. Right? Oh, my God. Whoa. Like, they hit. They yeah. hit hard. Oh. And they are going to be... In attack mode. This is one of those games, Derek, and I think if I can compare it to baseball, like Mike would, uh, where you know you're like, that pitcher over there, miserable. We're about to hit 16 bombs today. That offensive line can't block that great for Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan can't move. When when you know he can't move, you know you don't have to worry about where the pocket is going to go. And so you're, as a defensive lineman, you're like, meet there. And so you know you can pin your ears back and go. Now, if they do make some passes downfield, that could be a problem where they have to say, okay, we got to do this first. And Jonathan Taylor's a good running back. They yep. have to stop the run first. But once they do that, once they start that process, third down, bam, it's time to go. And this is that's where this defense is going to be this weekend. I mean, I feel like they're going to shut down the run. They, they've been trying to hold themselves accountable. Micah said that on there too. You've heard him talk about we got to hold ourselves more accountable. They are going to destroy the Colts if they shut down the run. Like, that's that's where I'm saying if them. you stop that, that changes everything. Your your pass coverage is too good. There's no and I mean like you said before, you're going against Matt Ryan. He is not yeah, in a good place. He can't throw the ball down the field. No. That is actually my Cowboys win because Matt Ryan doesn't really throw the f- ball down the field much anymore and the Cow- and the Colts, let's try that again. Matt Ryan doesn't really throw the ball down the field much anymore, and the Colts' offensive line looks shaky. So the Cowboys will harass the aging quarterback all day long. Like, I think they are going to be knocking him to the ground again and again and again. They're going to put way too much pressure on him. He's not going to have time to think. They're going to be in there so quick, it's it's unbelievable. And that's problematic for them because... I mean, you know, they can attack with the short passes, but one of the things I am concerned, we've talked about this with Anthony Brown, maybe being susceptible on the long passes. Well, the Colts don't really do that a ton, so I'm thinking that will be one advantage. Is that your Cowboys win because then they just 
thrash Matt Ryan all day? Yeah, I think it's that, and the, the offense is just going to have a day. I mean, we've already seen Gallup has continued to keep progressing, and he's looking really good now, too. CeeDee Lamb, CeeDee Lamb. So you don't really have to worry about that, and I think both running back Zeke and Pollard are going to have a day. And somebody asked, who's the backup quarterback for the Colts? Well, Sam Ellinger, but he got destroyed in his starts. Like Why? The, because their offensive line is poor at pass. Exactly. Yeah. Now, can you argue that both both of their quarterbacks hold on to the ball too long? I would certainly listen to that argument. I'm sure some of the Colts offensive linemen are like, not all of those are on us. Is it them really holding the ball too long, or they just don't have enough time to get the ball off? Combo. Yeah. Because you got to think, the defensive it's, line, everybody, they're going to be hand. in there so quick. There's no chance yeah. he has time to process and look at targets. Yeah, it's hand in hand, man. Those those two things go right there Which, together. And as long as the quarterback goes down to the turf, preferably with the ball in his hand, and then it good. falls out of his hand, then I don't really care why it happened. Let's say it falls out first, and then he hits the ground. Yes. But no throwing motion. Absolutely. Or no BS throwing motion. Come on. At what point do you think that – Cooper Rush gets in the game? No, yes, that was a question I had. But that Damn. Matt Ryan looks up, sees Micah on top of him again, Whoa. and says, I don't want to come back out here today. Please send somebody else out there. What do you think it's third quarter? Yeah, but I can see Ellinger being like, and I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go out there either, dude. I just want to let you know from the person who texted in from the 214, your text is hilarious. I 100% cannot read that on air. Oh, no. From the, I got to go find it. It is hilarious, though. From the 254, Cowboys win because Michael Gallup simply can't be guarded. From the 682, Cowboys win because they're better. Cowboys lose because, well, S happens. And that is, like, as much as we talk about the loss to the Packers, I think when we reflect on the end of this season, you'll look at that Colts beat the Chiefs game and be like, what the hell? How, how? How? You can't let that happen. Yeah, because this was a Colts team that tied against the Texans. We all thought we were going to be terrible to start. And then they got smoked by the crappy Jags. And then they were like, well, we beat the Chiefs. It it perplexes me. And then I think they were a couple weeks out from setting the game of football back like 50 years with that stupid game against the Broncos. That if somebody was in a coma for like, for somehow they survived from the 1930s, like they Captain America did it, they'd wake up and be like, that's my football. I also, Kevin, would like to say that text from the 214 is absolutely hilarious. We absolutely cannot read it. On yeah. Um, it. I need to read it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll make sure you see it in just a minute. Cowboys win because we've discussed it. The pressure is insane. Like the Cowboys defensive front goes nuts this weekend. What is the record for most sacks by a team in a single game? Do we have that oh number? Kevin? I don't. I'll see if it's I gonna, can. We're going to break it this week. Do you think it'll be more sacks than it was against Minnesota? Well, that was seven. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know that that broke the record. So it's I do. Not. Right. But I'm saying, do you think that they'll they'll beat that? I think that they might get eight. Oh, my God. Jeez. Is it like 15, 20? It's going to be tough. The Philadelphia Eagles, back on October 26, 1952, had 14 sacks against the Giants. I am not willing to go that far. I am willing to say perhaps you can get in the neighborhood of half of those sacks. That's a lot, like a lot of yellow that Derek was wearing the other day. (laughs) It is. Okay, did we tell that story on air? No. So, Mike, I love Mike. Mike. He definitely is the most focused and distracted person I know, all wrapped up into one. 
is we're in the middle of having a conversation. Mike is in the middle of this conversation. He just looks at Derek in his Michigan gear and he goes, man, that's a lot of yellow you have on. We're like talking about, actively talking about something. He didn't just say it when everyone's quiet and he just said, that's a lot of yellow you have on. It was mid-sentence. We were literally yeah. having a full-on conversation. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I agree. It. You know, that's a lot of yellow you have on. And you're like, we were talking <laughs> you about You say other... most focused and most distracted. He's most All focused on things that he wants to be focused on. That is the most and He thing. lives in Mike's world, all right? And it is what is on Mike's mind. That's what it is Whoa. all the time. It's a lefty thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Thing. All right, Corey. What do you think is the team record? I decided to look this up since you brought it up. I told you the NFL record is 14 sacks. What do you think is the team record for the Cowboys' most sacks in a game? 10. 9. It is 12, of which the Cowboys have done twice. Your face. So I don't think we're going to be in that territory. Maybe. So where would you set the bar over under on? I set over under sacks for five and a half. I'm gonna say seven. Okay. Because wow. I think they I, I agree with Corey. I think they're definitely gonna have a field day out there. The Cowboys lose because and I can't believe I this even have to came out of my mouth. All right. Out, I was gonna say out coached. Dak become <laughs> Dak and Kellen Moore try to get too tricky, too cute. Okay. And and so that would be the out coaching part. The and I think it can happen. Like you're like, okay, we we, ha- we can do all these different things, and then like you said, Derek, the team shows up or they're right in the right spot at the right time. And I think that what the Cowboys, what Dak's been doing lately, I mean, they've been attacking downfield, attacking downfield with with confidence. And I know he's throwing a couple interceptions. That happens sometimes, but I think that they try to get a little too cute, knowing that this isn't a. a uh, an opponent they're going to see often, and they're just like, hey, this is one of these kind of games that we think we can win, and they're going to add some elements that they don't need to, and that would be a failure on game plan. From the 972, this would have this would be a lot to go wrong, but I appreciate you playing the game. From the 972, Cowboys win because they're just a better team. They play their game. They win 45-16. to 16. Cowboys lose because Jonathan Taylor goes for 250 yards, three touchdowns. We have multiple turnovers. I will agree. Under that scenario, I would be surprised if you win that game. And Derek, this person always texts in on Fridays. From the 469, it's that time, fellas. Shout out to Dutch for holding it down on the mic. Cowboys win because we will simply outswag the Colts. And crush Matt Ryan like a Texas-sized flying cockroach. I still don't know what out-swag means. How do you out-swag somebody to a victory? You ever... But yet, here, every Monday, Kevin, I say the same thing every Friday. And then every Monday when we come in after a victory, the person texts in, and that's how you out-swag somebody. And I'm like, I didn't see it. I didn't see the swag. I feel like part of it's in the pregame, whenever you see, like, Joey B show up in this outfit, and you're like, Bengals are going to win by 30 points. Like, I think that's how it starts. And then, like, force fumble. Or a pick six. That's that's look good, your, feel good, yeah, play good. All right, I got you. That's your swag right there. Also, how many people knew that some roaches can fly? Um, let me finish this egg before you. <laughs> I, I did not. I did not know that. Yeah. Check a it out. Flying oh, roach. Crap. It's a thing. What happened? You have a story? Or are you gonna throw I've up? Seen... Did you spill something again? Oh, we shouldn't have brought Don't that up again. It, it is the lunch hour. All right, I'll let you ponder that on your own for a minute. Cowboys lose because. Jonathan Taylor surpasses 100 yards rushing. He's only done that twice this season. 
But on those two occasions, he went way past 100. He had 147, 161. The Colts are 1-0-1 in those games. The games where he doesn't reach 100 yards, 1-6. It is pretty clear he does not rush for 100 yards a lot, but when he does, they win, or at least they don't lose. When he doesn't, By they lose. the game close. That, that's got to be the game plan for them is to run first and second down. You know, like their, their yeah. game plan has got to be run first and second down, shorten this game as much as we possibly can. The, the amount of possessions should be very, very few. Uh, that's what they're hoping. And I think the Cowboys will try to do their best to ensure that they score quickly and do those things that say, you got to catch up to us so that you have to start passing. That's where the Cowboys want to go uh, with that. If that's the the game plan on the Colts part. Now we get the text. The Cowboys win because Micah Parsons breaks the individual sack record for a game. What do you think that is? Five. Nine. Well, it's more than five because if you recall, five years ago, Adrian Claiborne had six sacks by himself against the Cowboys. That. However, the more you know. That's right. It's Derek Thomas. Now think about One this. One of my favorite players of all time. And this is how good he was. Derek Thomas is tied for second. In 1998, he had six sacks in a game. Eight years earlier, he set the record by having seven sacks in a game. I, I remember last year we were trying to come up with a comp for Micah. And Derek's a, like physically different player, also, but that's as about as close as you can get. And Derek's career obviously cut short there, but the, like, not you, Derek Holland. Uh, no, I know. I was like sitting there, like, man, <laughs> this is like when I talk about Carter. Um, the not my Carter, Carter, and he was a different player. And then we asked Broadus, and Broadus was like, man, that is an interesting comparison there. He, you know, he said that's interesting because Broadus got to watch him and scout him and see that guy play up close. So. That that's interesting that we would be, you know, even thinking about the opportunity for that to be the case. The team record, Jim Jeffcoat, five in 1985 against the Washingtons. I, I don't believe. Go ahead. I was gonna say, is this the week it gets broken? I don't think so because Corey brought up this weird stat, and I've been looking at it. Is in every game this season, Micah has zero sacks or two sacks. There is no other number. This is the no. Maybe this is, it goes to six. Yeah, this is the time where you just whatever multiplies by two uh, is what what we're gonna do. I hold on. How many? Hold on. Okay. How many sacks does he have right now? Twelve. Twelve. All right, and that's two. That's six. So that would be six games of two sacks. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be twelve sacks in this game. Uh, I thought you were gonna say so. Now he'll have two games <laughs> yeah, of six his, sacks. He'll have his season total in one. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing, gonna, dude? What are you even? So there's a commercial on the television. Uh, <laughs> Kevin's like, "Hey, look at this commercial while we're doing live radio." And you look, and I did look, and, it and worked, I, it's on the it other TV worked, right in front of me. Exactly how I wanted it to work is y'all brought up a lot of points. I did see some people were like, they're worried that the Cowboys will lose because the Eagles play them close, and the Eagles probably should have won that game. I think Jonathan Taylor is the key. When we talked with Jerry earlier, he says he does not believe that illness will keep any of their players out. So that would be a huge positive for the Cowboys. Coming up next, we jump into the lunch rush and the expressway. We start things off with the Mavs, what you've learned throughout the first quarter of the NBA season, and then move on 
to Forgiveness Friday. We'll do it all commercial-free next right here on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Killian, clock with a three. This four, three, it's through! The decision's in. This is the Killian Hayes game of his career. And there'll be more to come. He has eight in overtime. And indeed it was the Killian Hayes show as the Mavericks lose yet another game that they have no business losing. Now, do you automatically qualify this as yet another game that the Mavericks have lost in which the best player from the opposing team was missing, i.e. Cade Cunningham? I will let you decide that for yourself. But I like to call the Mavericks the future All-Stars. Because if you have never played in an all-star game before, you're probably going to look like an all-star when you play against the Mavericks. Wow. They used to they used to be called the Holy season highs. Holy cow. Because if you were some person. That or career, a snap. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, or the career highs. You'd have your career high against them if you were some no-name player back in the day. Well, that's you're basically going to look like an all-star if you show up. And then never played an all-star game against the Mavericks. This game, and we could talk about other NBA stuff if it makes, it fe- makes us feel any better. This game was a catastrophe across all possible landscapes. Is no Cade Cunningham for the Pistons, but you still lost. Mm-hmm. The Pistons were 5-18 and 18 going into this game, but you still lost. Tim Hardaway Jr. made six of his 14 free throw, uh, fr- not free throws, three-pointers, but you still lost. It was a failure on so many levels. It was a pleasure to watch Tim Hardaway heat up like that you yeah. know, and have that kind of offensive output, but, I mean, you could get a stop to save your life, and that like that's the, the payoff that Mike's always talking about. And, you know, Mike says a lot of things. That is true. He's on radio. He talks about a lot of things. That thing he's dead on about. And and Hardaway's defense is not just below poor. It's below poor, poor, poor. And when they do make a stop, what really kills them is they don't get the rebound. So we talked about how they were one of the worst rebounding teams in the NBA. Last night, they got out-rebounded by 22 Just to put that in perspective, they had 30 rebounds. So they were getting dangerously close to getting doubled up. And Jason Kidd said, when you look at the defense with the way we're playing right now, it's getting a lot of smalls on the bigs. Our team has to be better rebounding. It comes down to effort. And the thing about that is it comes down to effort. He's straight up saying, I need more effort. All right, so I've got I, another embarrassing part. I'm, if you want to dive into question it, question to you guys: They played a lot of basketball last year, and it's been in that playoff run. And the starting five played a lot of basketball because they were, I mean, pretty much play. How many? 
Bullock played like 42 minutes one night. You know. Oh, we saw that. Yeah. There were in. So I am kind of concerned about maybe their their legs. You know, this this early after that kind of a run, and I'm also kind of concerned about a team that played something that was that important because they showed up for Golden State, right? right. Mm-hmm. You know, that was an important series. You get an adrenaline high from that. And maybe these other regular season games this early just aren't that there for them for the effort part that you're talking about. If that's the case, you have a losing record. Pull your head out of your ass. Like, if that's the case. If they were 11-5 and five going into this game, I'd be like, well, what can you do? You have a losing record. You cannot afford to take any of these games for granted. Well, they're also 1-8 and eight on the road, too, so that doesn't My help. My God, let's talk about that. But wait, 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 wait. before okay. we, because I, I do want to get back or stay on this. You talked about the rebounds, too. Dwight Powell, one of your centers, he had one rebound. He's terrible. He's a bad rebound. Christian Wood got in there. He had eight, which the one thing I do want to say, because Mike talks about this all the time, Christian Wood was in there at the end of the game for defense. Yep. yep. So, And he did good. I thought he was he was fine. The one thing that kind of also upsets me, too, is you got Bertans in there. He only played three minutes. Why not give those three minutes to Hardy, then? Why not give him a chance to go out there? If this is a game that this is your bigger test, I would let him – uh, you know, as you would always do in baseball, when you're playing against a team that's you know not so hot, that's when you want your guy to make his debut. So why not let uh, Hardy get in there and just be able to have that that feeling? All right, you hit on a lot of things that I think are relevant. I want to start with the road part, and don't worry, we'll get to the free throws because yeah, that was that too. That awful, was atrocious last night. You brought up the one in eight record on the road. Do you know how many other teams in the NBA have one road win? Um, I mean, I'm going to say 15 or 20. One. Oh, crap. It's the Orlando Magic. And guess what? The Orlando Magic have the worst record in the NBA. The only team with a worse road record than the Mavs or fewer road wins than the Mavs is the Orlando Magic. And they are the worst team in the NBA. <laughs> and here's one of the reasons. Like, you brought up the rebounding and Jaden Hardy is... The free throws. Last night, the Dallas Mavericks were 14 of 29 from the line. Christian Wood came out and said, that's inexcusable. Tim Hardaway Jr., I mean, if we make more than half of that, we wouldn't be feeling we wouldn't be in here feeling down. They missed more than half of their free throws. That, that is right. This is a game that should have never gone to overtime. Mm-mm. Your best player is a poor free throw shooter. He is. I mean, he, he was only, he only bad got to the, last He only night. got to the line six times. He started off hot, though, earlier. he this, I feel like this is probably one of his worst ones How this many year. of those did he make? The two of six. six. Two of six. And, and, like, this... Listen, I'm not going to try and compare the Dirk thing because he's a far different player than Dirk. But that was when... I mean, Dirk held free throws to a premium. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nash was, too. Jason Terry was a great free... We were spoiled by that for a long time. But your best player was a really good free throw shooter. Yeah, and so that like there was there was an accountability I think that went along with it. And Luca gets frustrated with himself. You know, he sure. definitely gets fr- he wants to be a better free throw shooter. And there are some nights when he's awesome at it. You know, like he's really good. But I think sometimes Kevin that has a big factor in it. Also, him only getting to the line six times is weird to me. Uh, it just feels like shouldn't a guy that has the ball that much he be? Was- Maybe it's just because he doesn't attack the basket. That I much. was going to say he was shooting a lot of three pointers. He was shooting. He, he, was, he was shooting from distance very well last night, and I know it didn't impact the end of the game. But I think it was Maxi. 
at the very end of the game missed a layup. Yep, that was and, bad. Yeah, and it, I by that I mean, point it doesn't mean anything. The I game get was it, over, but, but like if you're still. looking for a flashpoint of frustration, is you got destroyed on the boards, you're awful at the free throw line, and then you had that missed layup. Like those are all things that I know frustrate people. The bottom line is, and we talk with Nico about this with JaVale McGee, some of the moves that they made to address the rebounding disparity that you brought up is Christian Wood and JaVale McGee. Well, JaVale McGee was going to be a guy that was going to peel away some of those pal minutes because like you said, 18 minutes, one rebound. He was the guy that we thought were going to peel away some of those minutes. And now JaVale McGee, he's a, he's a DMP. And I know Nico, Nico said, oh, you know, he's getting it together. We're just waiting for him to show us some stuff. Like, the further out you get, the further you wonder, is that ever going to happen? Because if not, you're obviously leaning on Kleba and Pal, who are not, they're really poor rebounders for their size. And so that was deficiency was supposed to be made up by JaVale McGee. That ain't happening. Uh, from the 903, is Kemba a good free throw shooter? Yeah, I think he is. You like, when's he going to be ready? So, they actually asked about that, and Jason Kidd, they were like, before the game, he was like, everyone's ready to go. And they go, oh, so Kemba's going to play? And he's like, well, no. And he said, we're going to work him out. I think they're practicing either today or uh, probably not before the game because it's so early tomorrow. They said they're going to run Kemba through a workout. I wouldn't anticipate him playing tomorrow, but I think that will give you a better timeline. Like, once they go through the motions... Then we'll get a better idea if it would be, you know, next week at some point or not. He's I, not going to be a hero. Yeah. No. Like, we can't expect much. We want, I mean, if we get something good, that's that's going to be the plus. If it's bad, it's like, okay, you know, we try. Like Nico the other day, what was he telling us, Kevin? Like, he's a good shooter. Yeah. And he, I know a lot of people are expecting him to come in and handle the ball, but Luca handles the ball. You just got to be a good shooter. And he's been a, a high. Maybe that is the thing. Maybe he does provide, Kevin, we talk about trades. Yeah, like, uh, you know, you can move on from maybe you can move on from Tim Hardaway uh, because you have Kimba to replace some of the offensive I, output. Look, I don't know. I think that's a matter of dollars and cents. If you can get away from Tim Hardaway Jr. and that contract, the Mavericks would do that in a heartbeat. They tried in the offseason, but it was it didn't really work out for them. I view Kemba Walker as maybe he gets 12 to 15 minutes a game, and that might be on the high side. It's just you need people who can run the point, or at least be adjacent to running the point when Luke is out there. They can also handle the ball if you want to do something a little bit different. Now, I got a couple of things for you across the NBA. We can bounce past these. Stay here for one second. Okay. The other thing, too, that was kind of frustrating as well is, obviously, we you know, Luke is our main ball carrier. We sure. need somebody that can dribble. Dinwiddie's the other guy, too. Sure. He didn't have a game yesterday, either. I mean, he had two points in mm -hmm. 28 minutes, so that... That sucks to see because he is an important piece of this team too right now. And it goes to the point where we've talked about it is you would think this would be a game that the Mavericks would win because Hardaway was hot or mm -hmm. especially for him. He was red hot compared to what he's been the rest of the year last night. And it wasn't despite your like regular stats from Luka. It's absurd to say 35, 10 and five, even in, even in a, in a overtime game. It's absurd to say that's like, normal but for Luca it's not far off so you got that person to step up in Tim Hardaway Jr. that you would hope for and it didn't matter Christian Wood also didn't he score like 20 some odd points yeah 
So he you had a would, pretty good game too. Yeah, you would think. How many teams lose games where they have three 25-point scorers? It probably doesn't happen yeah, a lot. But you also need somebody like the other things to happen. But yeah. you also shouldn't lose a game. By Make a free throw. You know, get a rebound. How often are you going to have 130-something points in a game and everything? I am curious, Kevin, to you. It, it, I, I'm not as upset about the Mavericks yet. Right, I I have a lot of time for this thing to sure. to, to work. That out. is true, and I know you know Mike lives and dies with each possession yeah. of the Mavericks during the regular season. There are fans that are like calling for Jason Kidd to quit, to and quit the mind games. I get that, but there are also fans out there, and maybe it's just Mavs Twitter. They're like, this dude is a bum when he was the guy, and- like he was a master last year i'm not ready yeah i don't like i think that's unfair i'm frustrated about this loss more than a usual loss because you you couldn't make free throws like that alone wins you the game make a even low level amount of free throws you win this game Mm -hmm. but you can't shoot free throws and you can't rebound and jason kidd legit said like that's an effort thing that's why i'm frustrated about this loss plus it was to a terrible team more than like a usual loss but to to the other point, we're a fourth of the way through the season, and they are they came off a West, a Western Conference final run. I think that the beginning of the season has been terrible, but I'm not pulling I'm I'm not pulling that big of a move, or yeah, I'm not even close to that. Unless Luca legitimately came out and said he goes or I go, then I'm like, well, see ya. But short of that, I'm not even close to that. I forgot about this too. So I talked about the Mavs last night. Usually it's me and Mike doing it on my stream. Uh but it got brought up is is this season a failure if they don't get back to the Western Conference Finals? I don't And that's sure. to me, no, it's I mean not it's it's not a failure. Because you got to look at it as we got to the Western Conference Finals last year. Nobody expected us to be there mm-hmm. at all. So to me, I think if anything, if we missed the playoffs, it would be a failed season. I think if you lose in the first round too, and the reason why I say I that is that. because then you negate all of your progression. You know, like if, because nobody thought, to your point especially, in the second round, there's no chance in hell you were going to beat Phoenix, right. and then you did. If you get back to the second round, especially with like the tough start, I, I think it's fine. It's not the best, but it's fine. I think what people get caught up on, and as a sports fan, I do this all the time, is what if you wouldn't have lost Brunson? What if you would have added Christian Wood and maybe even Hardy, depending if he's got something, and maybe even Walker and McGee to this team that like already made it to the Western Conference Finals? Now, I realize money-wise, not all of that could have worked out, but what if you could have done those things and added? I think people keep looking at what Brunson is doing and what Kidd is not doing, and they're like, man. Oh, Kevin, hold on. Dad gummit, never mind. Back to you. Okay. Sorry, I, was, I thought I was trying to count the, the schedule from last year because somebody said what was their record at this time last year. Okay. That's and I went I to look, and I counted this year's record. I was like, it's the exact same. Okay. And I was like, oh, crap, I'm wrong. And so, But that's the thing. I think that's a fair question because they have started to splinter off from where they were last year because this came up uh, maybe like a week or so ago. Because they were eleven and nine at this point last year, and 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 the thing is, you were wondering if they were going to start to turn in the right direction. It was and then January they, when they did exactly, yeah. and they sat in this garbage for a while, and so that could be exactly what we're looking at, which is why I am definitely not saying 
get rid of Jason Kidd. But I do like when Jason Kidd said, rebound is, is an effort thing. And then Tim Hardaway and Christian Wood both come out and say, that's inexcusable. That's never going to work. Like, that's what I want to hear. I would have rather just seen the free throws get made or the rebounds get uh, picked up. But I appreciate the forthright to which they're talking about. Dude, are we going to be able to talk about stuff like this at Boomer Jacks tomorrow? Like, you think we're going to have some conversations uh, like this? Yeah. Yeah. And plus, maybe other things we wouldn't talk about on air. Like what? Man, we do talk about everything on air. We can curse. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's a big selling point, but if you ever wanted to like hear me say the F word, then I, I was surprised. I did they didn't ask me to do a, a commercial. You did a spot for Boomer Jacks. I thought that was really cool. You didn't you didn't do a spot for I heard it. Oh. Do you have do you have the spot, Joey? Play it. Play it for me real quick. I would, no, I don't know. Cholos, how is you today? You know, we're gonna be at Boomer Jacks in Arlington Highlands. I-20 from noon to 4 on Saturday. I don't drink. I'm Hagee. I don't drink, but I will buy you a water if you come and say that Sean Sharif has small hands. I'll be in my Duke sweatshirt, my Duke hoodie, and my pants because only kids wear shorts. Oh. See you tomorrow. Yeah. Special. <laughs> that was special. That was incredible. Your best work. Oh, it was glorious. That hurts because a lot of that is very true. <laughs> very, very, very true. Is yeah. Kevin. Man, I, I think you we're, really, I think I'm I've won the war yet again. You really got me on that. Cause I was thinking back, I was like, oh, I don't think so. Crap. Was I supposed to do that? That's what I was thinking of is I didn't want to get in trouble with the bosses or the ad reps, and instead I get a crazy <laughs> RJ takedown. Oh, that was absolutely you, bro. That was absolutely well. It's it was RJ. What he made. Oh, he uh, nailed you pretty good. Yeah, which I bet he would not be against. In different confines is, you know, obviously the way I would say it is. So winning a championship doesn't really matter. No, I would be like, I'm RJ. I don't think winning championships matter. Yep, what are we yep. even paying attention to these games for? Oh, you need to go do an RJ spot. Yeah. Man. Hold on. You think you know what you saw. Let me get to my keyboard. I'll tell you what my keyboard saw. Uh, from the 469, can we discuss which Star Wars is better uh, at uh, Boomer Jacks 100%. on Saturday? And I won't just say Empire Strikes Back is the best. I will give you an exact <laughs> breakdown of all of them from why Empire is the best to why Attack of the Clones is worse. And if you're like, oh, what about Phantom Menace? Yeah, I have lots of thoughts about all of that. <laughs> and I'm prepared to engage on all of that. One of the things we're we'll, married. Sir. We'll pro not like just discuss. Oh. We'll talk about this at a different time. But one of the things that is frustrating is we were talking about like being tired or whatever. The Celtics look like they're out to destroy the world. The world. And what's amazing is and we'll probably get to this article later. NBA.com's 10 things we learned through the first quarter of the season. The Celtics are distraction proof. Now, Nia Long brought back up that they're not trustworthy. Yeah. Because did you see she was like, hey, they made this a way bigger deal than it needed to be. But the Celtics lost their coach to some like partially known, partially mystery scandal. But he's out and they're still out there destroying everyone. I will say we've got Forgiveness Friday. No need for forgiveness from RJ. I thought that was spot on almost all the way across the board. So, Bravo, RJ, you've done well. Now, 877-881-1053. Let's do some Forgiveness Friday 
guys, I want to get this out of the way so we can have some fun. But we're going to start Forgiveness Friday in the no joke zone. Oh, all right. Crap. I it's what's I, that? Don't tell a joke. Oh, okay. is so remember we talked the other day about Florida quarterback Jalen Kitna. Yes. And he was released on $80,000 bond, which that's cool. Like we definitely didn't want him sitting in prison for looking at child porn. Anyways, now to go along with that, God forbid you kept that person in jail, is his attorneys, and I get it, they're attorneys and they got to do what they got to do, but I think his attorney is a scumbag. The report did not estimate the ages of the girls, although he made a, uh, there's a note on one of the girls' pictures that says, so young junior. That is an actual note that is written on one of the pictures. But his attorney argued that he should have to face no bond to get out of jail and await trial because three of the images should be considered child erotica instead of child porn. What? I'm sorry. What? That is a real thing. That's not a thing. No, it's not. That happened in court. Yeah, but that's not a thing. No. No. I understand lawyers like are hired to do a job. Yeah. It's that's that's scumbaggery. I agree. Come on. I do not. Grant, that's why I want to get this one out of the way. I thought you needed to know. I know it's a tough story, but he said, oh, yeah, no, he should have no bond. And he's he said child erotica, mm. not child porn. Nope. And Sorry. I, th- I think that is just awful, awful, awful. Do you want to break the tension again by telling Derek your award-winning joke from yesterday? Derek, uh, I was hospitalized for a peekaboo accident. I know. I heard this. Mm-hmm. You were placed in the ICU. Mm-hmm. That was good. I want you to know, Corey. <laughs> from the 903, I would like to forgive and estimate Corey for that horrible joke yesterday. I want you to know. It was a good joke. My wife thought that joke was incredible. See? And I, you would be so proud of the way I set it up. Oh, yeah. Nice. So as soon as I get home, the first thing I want to do, assuming he's not taking a nap, is scoop up baby Noah. Of course. And so I'm holding baby Noah, and I start to play peekaboo with him with the sole intent of setting up that joke. I, I am proud of you. And That's I was good. And so I looked at Jess, and I was like, oh, yeah, did I ever tell you? Like, I had a friend who got hurt in a peekaboo accident once, and she just looked at me, and I go, yeah, they had to send him to the ICU. And she thought it was hilarious. Like, she had to stop what she was doing. Did she snort? She did snort. Awesome. (laughs) At which point, Brandon, who's doing homework at the table, looks at her with disgust that she enjoyed this joke so much because he hated it with every being (laughs) in him, with every fiber of his being. Is he he against those jokes, too? Or Because I thought he loved when he would bring those up and send them uh, along to Reggie. I feel like he has evolved since then. I thought it was an amazing joke. So did my wife. I do not believe you need forgiveness for that. Can I ask you, Derek, will you grant forgiveness to the Ohio State football team? Absolutely not. They have requested not to be in the Rose Bowl. Why? So, So, you're representing the Big Ten. What are you doing? There are various thoughts about that. Is that there will be 
Rose Bowl fatigue and they won't be able to draw people the same way they have in the past, especially if they rematch with Utah in the Rose Bowl, which, you know, depending on how things shake out this weekend, that could be, or even tonight, that could be the possible matchup is, yeah, supposedly they went to the Rose Bowl selection committee and said, please don't pick us to be in that game. Even outside so of the So where do they go then if the they playoff. don't go there? That's a good question. I'm not sure about that. And I don't just mean because they're like, we're going to be in the playoff. I mean, they're like, if we don't right, make they, the playoff, please don't pick us. So what do they just want to go home? Who cares? They're Ohio State. They're I know. Dumb. That's what I'm just you asking. What I'm yeah, I'm with no, you. I, they'll, they would play in another bowl game. I don't know what it is. From the 806, Kevin needs to ask for forgiveness for hating on Mike's snap. But they spelled it with so many A's. I'm not replicating that. Can we get that? Clip? Does he, does he have it back no. there? Yeah, Joey hit it whenever. It, does, it doesn't exist. Oh, did, <laughs> did you tell? Did Kevin get to you? Mm. Did he rattle you? What clip? The snap. Oh. Nope. Just, wow. Just uh, a little, little tease for 130. Oh, okay, all right. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Dude, this is so great. Joey's no, on our team. Joey, I thought you had we always made had the Reggie, smart decision. Reggie was like, he was, Reggie was as much of an instigator as uh, me and Mike in yeah. those situations. And look what happened to him. He's not here anymore. He's got his own show at night. Oh, well, come back, well right? you know, that's a good point. Well, the person before him who ran afoul of me. Parker? Yeah, he's program he's director gone. in Houston. Yeah. What? He runs a radio station in Houston. <laughs> well, you know what, Joey? Your path to the top might be by pissing oh, me off. Oh, hold on. Actually, okay. there wasn't a guy between them. He oh, is, yeah. He's no longer That's a good us. point. That is a very good point. So, but it, he just didn't show up to work. So, All right, Derek, is there anybody who needs to ask you for forgiveness, or is there anybody that you need to ask for forgiveness? <sighs> Maybe my brother, just because I was just... So pumped and screaming this whole weekend in his face. Yeah. After that outstanding beatdown for the second year in a row. Mm. God, it felt so good. But yeah. I got one. Go, where are you hun? Oh, that, no. That was I, it. Yeah. You're good. All right. So last night, first band practice went very well. <laughs> oh, my God. This is definitely not the first time I've heard this story. Lead Actually, singer? you don't know this uh, oh. yet. So this is the first time. Yeah, this, I've heard part of this story. First my brand apologies. practice went better Please than we thought. Me. So forgive me for thinking we'd suck, and then we mm -hmm. turned into pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, we're actually planning new songs to play next time. Get home about two minutes before midnight, which is way past my bedtime. I go to bed at like 10 <laughs> right. at least. Right. All right. I walk in the door. My son is finishing his workout at two minutes before oh, midnight nice. and about to hop in the shower. Uh, and I... Looking for some food because needed to you know have a snack before bed and uh, interesting then a snack I, not a snap I, I know what's <laughs> happening back there I uh, I didn't see the elves on a shelf anywhere in the house all right and they weren't in the spot where they were the day before. That's what on happens. Day they, one arrival. They move. The elf moves. So they moved while I was uh, yeah, out of the house. I that's... thought they only moved if I was asleep. This morning, when I got up, made coffee, got the kids' breakfast ready and all that stuff, still don't see it. Lucy wakes up. She can't find them. So I tell Lucy, well, you must have done something bad, and they left. <laughs> oh, my god, Oh, man. <laughs> because... If they're not around, mm. it's because you touched them or they did. You did something bad, and they had to leave for the night. I think. Isn't that how the rules are? Yes, okay. there is a whole book <laughs> that like 
kind of strong arms you into not. It was like, yeah. make sure not to name your elf in the shelf, but don't ever disturb them. So I told Lucy this morning, you must have done wow. something bad. Because I wasn't there last night around the oh, family because I was at band practice. Um, you have to disband the band so we don't run into this again. No, absolutely oh. not. I'll oh, never man. give this up. Um, moments later, I turned a light on in the living room. And they're sitting on the piano, and I felt really bad because I told Lucy, and she started to cry. <laughs> she was like, oh my I didn't God. do anything bad. Are like, you laughing about that right now? Yes, he is. Oh, my gosh. He can't talk because you he's laughing. I'm really bad about this. I'm, yeah, clearly. I felt this really is a bad dad. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> You're oh, funny. That's why I'm laughing. Mm-hmm. Sure. You're funny. Anyway, so there they were. She... She was super happy after that, but there was a moment where I was like, I screwed up really bad just because I wasn't aware of what happened. So, so was he there? Yeah. Oh, he was yeah. just on the piano. We have three. But you do? Wow. Yeah, because we have Busy three household. kids. We have Buddy, Elfie, and Pixie. Oh, Buddy the Elf. Yeah. And, uh, yep, exactly. And um, that's <laughs> my oldest was very creative. And uh, they were playing Jingle Bells because the sheet paper was open on the piano mm. to Jingle Bells. I mean, so. Thanksgiving is over, but I'll allow it. I would like that's not Thanksgiving song. It is 100% Nobody a Nobody ever sings song. it at Thanksgiving. Wait, Jingle Bells is Jingle a Thanksgiving Jingle Bells is a Thanksgiving song. No, it's not. Uh, yeah, it is. So I'd like to look it up. ask Lucy for forgiveness for telling her she must have done something bad. I feel like such a jerk. Yeah, yeah obviously. <laughs> you really should. You really should. You should. And she's also the best kid. Out of all the kids, I don't know why I was just like, well, you must have done something wrong. Uh, other ones I can totally see. Carter, for sure. Carter's always that kid. From the 806. My Carter. Excuse me, the 972. Tom Brady asks for forgiveness, for, needs to ask for forgiveness for not caring about his family. Wow. Hey, there you go. I did that just for this person. From the 469, Kevin needs to ask for forgiveness because he uses and over-dramatizes the word wow. Isn't that what wow. the word wow is there for? Wow. Yeah. Like, wow. hey, did you have a good day? Wow. wow. Like, I'm Owen Wilson. <laughs> wow. 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 Dude, is it? Who's, wow. who's wow. the comedian that's really funny? There's a lot of them. Jim Gaffigan. Nah, he's just, he's witty, and he's kind of nerdy. Stephen Wright. I, I spilled can't think spot remover on my dog. I saw his bit where he's he, was, gone. he was talking Bill about Burr. if we didn't use okay and we used okie dokie instead. And I think that's, he was like, you're about to get in a fight. And it's like, okie dokie, let's go. And then they're like, okie dokie, okie dokie. And I just thought it was hilarious. That's a good and that point. that fits with your use of, you use the word wow appropriately. Would you shorten it to okie if you were passively, aggressively angry? Because, Dimitri? Because, oh, Dimitri Martin? Yes, that's I do him. like him a lot. Is whenever you get the okay, it might be fine. But if you ever just get the K... You're like, oh, oh no. crap! What just happened? Something I'm has very much gone wrong. Uh, now, Corey, this is just for you. Why did the Scarecrow win the Nobel Peace Prize? Why? Because he was outstanding in his field. Hey, <laughs> that's impressive. It was good. If you think that needs forgiveness, I will try to redeem myself. I will warn nope. you: this is not a free appearance, but. Tuesday at the Galleria, C.D. Lamb will be signing autographs at 6, Leighton Vanderish at 6.30, and Micah at 7. So what? if you're interested, bring your Where they wa- have the ice skating? Yes! What bring- are you more interested in, getting the autographs or ice skating? 
autographs. I only went ice skating one time. What? And it oh, was when I was a teacher at a daycare and I'd never been ice skating before. And so like the little like six and seven year olds are like, it's okay, Mr. Kevin, we'll help you. This is a really humbling moment in my life. And you would have thought like I would become a great skater after that because of that moment. The challenge. Yeah, yeah. Instead, I retreated. Oh. I was like, no more ice for me. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, the C-Block starring Corey Majors and a special guest. Talk with Isaiah Stanbeck next on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t